Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the BSI podcast. My name is Eric Dudgeon, and here I'm joined with Professor Ken Smith. He is a very experienced businessman. He is, uh, he's been the, on the board of directors, the director and CEO of various businesses over the years. And so uh, today we'll be talking about the selling of businesses and what that looks like and the challenges that come along with that. So, uh, Professor Smith, thank you for joining me today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Excellent. Um, so to start off, why don't you give a little bit of uh, some background and uh, tell the viewers what you have uh, experienced in selling businesses in sure. the past. Sure. Well, a lot of my experience comes from my first business, which I was involved with for almost 25 years before selling the business. And, uh, and so maybe I can give a little bit of background on that business. And then since then, I've been able to apply that to some of the other businesses that I've been involved in, either as CEO or on the board. Uh, so the, my original business, HB Maynard & Company, was a management consulting company that I joined uh, right out of college and had an opportunity over the years to, uh, uh, to gain some ownership and eventually uh, become the CEO and one of a handful of partners who owned the business. And uh, was very involved in that business for a lot of years without really any intention of selling the business. But were uh, pretty regularly we were pursued by potential uh, acquirers. And so at, at uh, one point about 12 years ago, uh, we had a large company, Accenture, which is a large management consulting company, express a really strong interest in acquiring us. And that's when we kind of got serious about the process of selling the business and where I'd say I've gained most of my experience uh, because it was a, uh, it was a long and uh, complicated and uh, very involved process uh, to sell uh, Maynard. Most people think that, you know, selling a business, if you have somebody who's interested in buying it, then you just sit down and negotiate and you close the deal. And we learned uh, very early on that it doesn't really work that way. And maybe it does in occasions. Uh, but if we were going to really make the right decision for our, our employees, for our shareholders, and for the business moving forward, we really needed to take the time to make sure this was really a good match. And so we decided to hire some outside counsel. Uh, we actually went through a process of interviewing a number of investment bankers and consultants who we thought could help us through the process. And uh, as we hired one of these folks out of Pittsburgh, uh, one of the first things they told us is that one buyer is not a buyer. And I've always found that interesting. It was, you know, as much as we thought Accenture was the right company for us, they pretty quickly, uh, you know, made it clear if we really want to get the best deal and make sure we've we've really given this a lot of thought, then we ought to be exploring what all the alternatives are. And so they took us uh, through a process of identifying all the possible uh, companies that might be interested in buying Maynard. Uh, we went kind of whittled that list down and uh, evaluated who the top uh, potential candidates were, went through uh, management meetings with those folks and uh, ended up signing a letter of intent eventually with Accenture and going through a deal due diligence process and then closing on the business. Uh, so it was a pretty involved process and I've been able to take a lot of lessons learned from that into some of the other businesses that I've been involved with since. And the involvement process is probably different for you compared to maybe some other business owners going through the same process in, yeah. uh, in finding potential acquirers. So what would you say, uh, how long do you think it would have, it takes normally to narrow in on the uh, potential acquirer and how long maybe it should take to yeah. be sensitive of uh, 
of you know not jumping the gun and just right. giving away the business quickly and um, how right. important that is. Yeah, that's a great question. It, uh, it that process that I just described with Maynard ended up taking about eighteen months from the time that they. Uh, expressed an interest until we closed on the deal. And frankly, we had had a relationship with them for a couple years prior to that as a business partner. We were doing work with clients together. Uh, so it's a, it was a long relationship and a long period, probably longer than is typically needed. Uh, but I think it depends a lot on the business. Uh, that being said, I think it's really important not just to simply uh, jump to the first opportunity that comes along uh, if you're actively pursuing the sale of the business, uh, it requires a lot of thought and planning uh, to consider who are the best matches uh, that we could potentially sell the business to, who's going to be the best cultural fit, who's going to provide the, the most uh, leverage to us building the business from this point forward, uh, obviously what's the best financial solution uh, for uh, the, the shareholders and potentially for the employees as well. Uh, so it takes it takes a, a lot of uh, a lot of time to kind of work through that, think through that, strategize through that. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, you want that process to go as quickly as possible. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I think, again, depends on the type of business, but realistically, uh, it's going to take you several months, if not six months to a year to sell a business in most cases, uh, just to get through the, you know, that that initial screening process of who might be interested to a due diligence process and, and final negotiation and even closing process uh, is a pretty significant, uh, pretty significant task. And there's a lot of legal to it. I have a, I have a thing back here that I find interesting. I keep as a reminder, this, uh, this three inches of, is uh, full of documents that uh, the legal documents for selling Maynard literally wow. three inches of legal documents to sell the business. And uh, I keep this just as a reminder of how significant the sales process is. Uh, that being said, I will tell you that uh, after we signed these documents and I put them in this envelope, I've never had them back out of this envelope again. Wow. So it's, it's one of those things that's kind of an example of, it takes a, it takes a lot to go through the process and sell. Uh, a lot of steps that uh, may not even be uh, things that you know, feel like they're going to add any value, but it's, it's just a, it's a cumbersome process for sure. Sure. And now that, of course, Maynard is sold and it's all said and done now, um, in hindsight, would you have done it differently or do you think you would have gone about it differently and uh, been more sensitive to different components in the process of selling your business? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we had had a couple companies express interest in us before Accenture, and we learned some lessons uh, that I think we applied pretty well uh, when we did sell to Accenture. So, for example, we we had a couple different companies that you know were they were just sure we were the perfect fit for them, and we got distracted as we uh, pursued those kind of opportunities and looked at those opportunities. And so, one of the lessons we learned early is is be careful not to get distracted away from the business. Uh, so when I look at the Accenture deal, we were pretty good about this. One of the reasons we hired a, an investment banker to kind of help us manage the process so we didn't get distracted. And that investment banker helped us to do a few other things that I think are really important. Uh, I mentioned how important culture was to us. And so we really made sure we evaluated the cultural fit and whether Accenture was the right 
culture, or whether there's another company that might be the right culture. So I think there were some lessons learned in previous situations that made that process pretty good. Would I change some things? Uh, I think one of the things I might change is, uh, is to go back and, and you know, try to better project what this was going to be like going forward, being part of a, a huge company. We were a 125-person company. We were being acquired by a company that had 200,000 employees. And so we knew that was going to be a cultural change, um, but I think it was probably more of a change than we expected. So just thinking about some of those types of things and just not just that the values are the same, but the size of the business can make a really uh, a big impact as well. Uh, I'd also, I think one of the things we may have underestimated a little bit was looking at the future earnings potential of the business. I think we got a good price for selling our business when we did based on the value of business at that time, but I don't think we were forward-looking enough realizing the potential value that business had going forward in a, in a way. Accenture looked at it that way. It's why they acquired us, and I don't think we were diligent enough at looking at it that way. Okay. And uh, so with all this experience of uh, dealing with all these sorts of people and um, throughout this process, what is some advice you would give to a business owner who's looking to sell his business and to pay attention to the most, whether it be, you know, building of trust, whether it yep. be the financial aspect? Yeah, uh, a couple things I would say there is if you're looking to sell, uh, obviously, uh, I talked about culture, you really need to make sure you're thinking about culture. Uh, you also really need to think about your financials as they are today. So one of the things that uh, I think we learned in the process, and again, the investment banker helped us to do, and I think we could have done sooner if we would have been really aware, is to make sure our, our financials were very clean. So we had, uh, this is a goofy little example, but I like to use this one. We, uh, we had uh, season tickets to the Pirates and we had some pit football tickets and we had you know, some different things like that that were important to us culturally uh, as a company. We, did, we allow our employees to use those tickets and we'd use them with customers and so forth, but they were really essential to the business. And, and while those aren't major, major costs, if I have another $25,000 worth of, of sports tickets you know, in the books, those are, those, that's money out of the, the EBITDA which was our multiplier in our case, which is what drove the value of the business. And so just being able to clean some things up to make sure you, you're optimizing the valuation is really important. Uh, so th those are kind of some little things that you take on from a, from a financial standpoint. And the, probably the other thing I'd say is maybe the most important thing, and that is uh, being careful not to get distracted from the business in the process. I think when you're getting into an acquisition, it can be very exciting. Uh, everybody who, who knows, which is probably a relatively small group, uh, you know, you start to anticipate what's this going to be like? What's it going to be like being part of this new company? What's it going to be like uh, getting a check for all the effort we put in for this time up to this point? Uh, you know, what's, it's a change. And so we can get excited and, and kind of anxious about that. Uh, but that can also take our eye off the ball of the way we run the business today. And if we're not careful, because the process is long, I mentioned in our case with Maynard and Accenture, it was 18 months long. We can't afford to take our eye off running the business for 18 months while we're selling the business, or the business is going to go downhill and the value when it comes time to close will have dropped and we're either going to have to take a lower price or it's going to kill the deal.
So just keeping, uh, keeping your eye on the ball, keeping focused on the business is a really important piece. Right. And uh, I guess to close off, um, what would you say business owners neglect most when they're selling a business that you see today or that maybe yeah. some mistakes that you see in the press or, you know, things that come out about that? Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things that can happen, and this is a really hard thing, is, uh, is the all-around communications. Uh, you know, the uh, selling of a business uh, impacts a lot of people and it can impact your, obviously your employees, it impacts your customers. Uh, and, you know, when you go into the selling process, people will, uh, if, they, if they're aware that you're in the selling process, they're going to want to know everything they can about it because they're going to start to get nervous and anxious and you're not going to be able to share that. And so all of a sudden you're going to start to lose customers, you're going to lose employees. And so that kind of forces you into a situation where you have to keep it pretty quiet. Uh, we had a code name for the sale of Maynard that where we, uh, when we talked at all about it, the ownership group, there were just four of us, we used that code name and we were very careful uh, of, you know, what kind of information was out there and available around what we were doing. And, and that in one sense feels like, oh man, these employees are important to us. How can we not tell them what's happening? How can we not give them a heads up? But if we do, we really risk the, risk the, uh, the deal happening because of the loss of employees or loss of customers and so forth. So I think one mistake a lot of folks make is because of the enthusiasm around it, they start talking about the, the potential sale. And that just can have devastating impacts in many ways. So it's a hard issue. Like I said, it kind of becomes an ethical question. You know, is it ethical not to tell the employees? Is it ethical uh, not to tell customers and then all of a sudden to spring it on them that uh, you've been acquired? Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just an essential part of the process. Great, yeah. Thank you for joining me today. I think it's really important for people to hear um, all these really really crucial areas in business selling and some things that people not, might not even consider going into it. And so uh, I think that's really great that, uh, that yeah. we can all hear about that. Well, it's been great to have the conversation. Awesome. Thanks Thank you. Me. Yeah. Um, be sure to uh, check out other podcasts that will be coming out in the future. Um, you can find this one at www.wordpress.bsicentral.com and stay tuned for more content in the future. Thanks again. My pleasure. Bye. Did record? good. Okay. Thank good. you. Good. I think we're good, huh? Okay. Yeah. I felt better about the first podcast. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would see. agree. I guess it's it, just, but it kind of threw okay. me off a little bit, but that's just part of it. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. Oh, my pleasure. So this. we need to send this to you. I need to hike out of here because I got a lunch. We get two.